How many times have you heard that it just takes a few weeks to develop a new habit? Maybe you've even heard a specific number of days that it would take to form a new habit. Well, the truth is really a bit more complicated than that. But there are a few scientific ways that can help you lock in the changes that you want to make in your life. Welcome back to the Do More podcast, where we talk about leadership, productivity, and organization. My name is Ben Ribble, and I am from benribble.com coaching, where, again, we focus on three foundational pillars in our coaching model, leadership, productivity, and organization. And last week, we were talking a little bit about habits, and especially how to break those negative habits that we have in our life. And so this week, we're going to continue on that, but we're going to talk about how we can um, how we can form new habits, specifically positive habits in our life. And as we kind of started talking in the introduction there about, um, you know, there being a certain specific number of days that it takes to form a habit, um, a quick Google search will tell you that there are all kinds of different um, different ideas on how long it takes, anywhere from 21 days to, you know, 265 days or whatever it is, somebody somewhere has done a study or they have estimated um, a certain amount of time that it takes to learn a new habit. The truth of the matter is oftentimes these date stamps are a misinterpretation of a popular self-help book um, from the 1960s on psycho-cybernetics. And as you can I'm sure assume some habits are going to take longer to form than other habits, and especially some habits are going to take longer to implement than others. So for instance, I mean, if I wanted to start eating more vegetables today to make myself more healthy, I could actually start that habit today, right? Now, if I wanted to learn to play the violin and that was my my habit or my goal is I wanted to um, you know, play the violin so many minutes every day, well, that's going to take a little bit longer because there are a lot of steps involved to get me to the point where I can even start playing, right? So that could take a little bit longer than, you know, 21 days to to um, set into effect. Now, when it comes time for you or I to start forming new habits, again, when you do a quick Google search on what are the best habits to form, well, everybody's going to have their idea. And there are several different um, lists out there, you know, 10 habits to make your your life happier, um, 15 habits for great leadership, and so on and so forth. Everybody's going to be giving you some different ideas of different habits that you should form. And the fact of the matter is everybody's going to be different. Everybody's habits are going to be different. Now, are there some themes? Are there some thematic ideas? Absolutely. Um, You know, self-improvement is one, whether it be physical, mental, um, professional, whatever it is, self-improvement is always a good habit to implement. Um, Other good habits are a more active lifestyle, right? Um, Building relationships with those that are close to you, so on and so forth. Those are always good habits that you can can start to develop to really make your life more joyful. 
regardless of what the habit is or the habits are that you are looking to form, there are some basic strategies or some tips to help you set these new habits up as routines so that then they become automatic. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. First, we're going to talk about, um, I've got about six different tips here to help you ease into your new routines as quickly as possible. And my first tip is make sure that you plan ahead. Plan ahead. Because you can eliminate a lot of the excuses that you um, that you like to tell yourself by plotting out your course in advance. So for instance, let's say that you want to wake up an hour earlier than you normally do. Well, the planning could involve determining that you need to go to bed at an earlier time or at a time that makes certain that you are getting enough sleep so that when it comes time to wake up that hour earlier, you are not still exhausted, right? Another way that you can plan ahead with that same goal of waking up an hour earlier is to dream about the the things that this extra hour of time in your day will allow you in the morning. So maybe it's that delicious breakfast that you get to make and eat in the morning, or maybe it's that workout or an invigorating yoga class to get your morning going. Or maybe it's simply sitting down with a nice book while it's nice and quiet in the house and that cup of coffee to get you started. All of those things are are a way that you can plan ahead and you can kind of excite yourself um, about what achieving this will allow, right? So plan ahead and and definitely eliminate those excuses um, by coming up with that idea or that plan of what you're going to do. So the second tip for getting into your routines is be consistent. Consistency is king here. And this is so true with with so many different things that you do in your life. Consistency is key, right? Regularity reinforces itself. So if you can regularly perform this task, let's again go back to our example of getting up an hour earlier. If you can regularly get yourself up an hour earlier, then it starts to become automatic. Your body recognizes that this is the time now that we are waking up. So maybe you start to get tired earlier in the evening so that you your body, again, regulates itself and makes sure that you're going to get plenty of sleep so that you can wake up in a timely fashion, right? Um, here's another example. Let's say that you want to start going to the to the gym more often, right? And so you have started going to the gym right after work. You leave work and you head directly to the gym. Well, there's there's something to be said about creating a routine because of how it can turn a normal task into um, an automated task, right? Something that you used to have to think about, you used to have to make a decision on, now becomes automatic. And really, the fewer decisions that you have to make in a day, the less exhausted you will feel. Beyond that, this now is a habit. It's a, it's a, um, a regular, uh, consistent task that you're doing. And, and your body recognizes that when you leave work, 
you go to the gym. That's just the way it is, right? And if that's the case, then pretty soon, even when you have other things that are calling out to you, let's say if it's raining, it's a dreary day, and you're just like, oh, I don't feel it, and your colleagues are going out to, um, you know, to get some pizza or, or whatever they're doing, and they invite you along, and, and at that point, because you have created this routine and this regularity in your life, it's easier for you to say, no, this is my gym time, right? It's kind of like, have you ever been driving along? Let's say you're driving along to some place different, someplace new, but a portion of the course to this new place takes you along a path that you drive on a regular basis. Let's say like your, your route to work, okay? So you're driving this route. Part of it is like your everyday commute, like you're driving to work. And your new route, the route that you're going today, requires that you turn off maybe, you know, maybe a third of the way into your route. Well, have you ever missed that turn? Have you ever just kind of automatically, like, set yourself up on autopilot and you miss that turn because your brain is so used to, your body is so used to just driving the route to work that it took you a second to recognize the fact that you missed your turn? That is kind of what we're looking for here. We're looking to get your brain and your body so consistent on this activity or this task or this habit that it does it without you even thinking about it. That's the goal. So when you are consistent with something, when you do it regularly over and over and over again, or, um, and this is going to kind of lead into our next tip, there is a trigger, then it's going to be easier for you to do. So, like I said, the next tip is really to spot the triggers, and this can be positive and negative triggers, right? Kicking a habit requires you to notice what happens right before, let's say, you bite your nails or you buy another pair of shoes or whatever it is. Recognize the trigger, and then you can spot when you're going to do something negative. But the same thing is true for positive. If you set up positive triggers, positive things that, in, that, that you know, tells your body immediately, oh, this is what we're doing. This is what's happening, right? That works just as well. So again, there's the negative side of it where you can you can identify the triggers that are keeping you from doing your goal or achieving your goal or whatever it is. But then there can also be triggers that can help you in a positive way to, to um, stay true to your habits. Number four. We're going to develop substitutions. This is one of the more common, um, commonly used tips or tricks here when it comes to creating a new routine or a new habit is once you know your triggers or your cues, then especially those negative ones, you can choose a different response. Um, you know, for those people who are trying to kick the habit of smoking cigarettes, we've talked about this before, then you recognize certain things that may be triggers. Maybe it's a stressful situation or maybe it's, um, you know, right after your meal, you would, you used to always go outside and have a cigarette or whatever it is. Now you recognize those triggers and you can say, instead of doing this, behavior, you know, fill in behavior here, whatever it is, going outside and smoking a cigarette, I'm now going to do this, fill in the new behavior, the positive behavior, 
right? Maybe it's take a walk or um, have a cup of coffee or whatever, you know? Make a substitution to fill in the blanks of where those triggers used to take you. Tip number five, review your reasons. This has a lot of power in it. Go over the reasons why you want to adopt your new behavior. Why do you want to do this? What is your why? You'll hear people say that. What is your why? And remind yourself about, um, for instance, how drinking water instead of soda will help you lose some weight, slim down, right? Strengthen your bones and save you money. All of these positive things that come with developing this new behavior, this new habit. Remind yourself of those because those reasons are what motivated you in the first place. And I would even suggest if you are having a hard time uh, focusing on your your why or your reasons, maybe write them down, post them somewhere that you're going to see them regularly, especially when you want to do the new behavior in a place where, you know, that is typically performed. Okay. So if it's um, drinking water instead of soda, maybe you put uh, a, a sign on the refrigerator that, um, you know, it reminds you of the body type that you want or that you need to have healthier bones or even how much each soda costs you. And that will help you remember that when you go to open that refrigerator to pull out a soda, maybe instead you should grab some water. That's just another way that you can um, remember your why or review your reasons. Tip number six, make sure that you personalize your goals. While you're contemplating your reasons, the why, visualize your future self. Think about who do I want to be? What's it going to take to get me there? And focus on what you have to gain instead of just pleasing others. Make sure that this is your goal for you, that you benefit from this goal. It's not just a goal that you have put together because this is what the world expects of you. This is what your family expects or other people expect. Make sure that this goal is personal to you to ensure that your why is strong enough to be a motivator for you. So those six tips are kind of like the basic level, right? But because I feel like so many people need to know this information. And like for me personally, this is power. Learning how to control my behaviors and and develop those new positive behaviors is, is something that I'm always working on. And so let's talk about some advanced strategies for habit formation. Um, you know, something something very ambitious. You're, you're trying to create this new habit that's very ambitious. Um, you know, let's say that you're trying to manage diabetes or you're transforming your dead-end dating history or you are ready to find a new um, career path or something like that, something, something really, you know, big. So here are a few ideas that I have. Um, let's just stick with the theme of six, six more ideas that are going to give you that little extra boost that you might need. Number one, practice compassion. You, my friend, are bound to slip up occasionally. It's in your human nature. You're going to fail but forgive yourself and move forward. Give yourself some grace. Don't forget that that is part of the learning process. Failing and then moving forward, learning from it, 
and then moving forward, right? There's nothing wrong with that as long as you pick yourself up and continue to move on. Number two, team up. And this one's a big one. This one has a lot of strength in it. Enlist some friends so that you can exchange support and encouragement. Maybe you can go on to um, a a social platform like Facebook or um, Twitter, Instagram, something like that, and create uh, a group or join a group if there's one already um, to help you with whatever it is you want to do, right? There are groups for everything on Facebook, everything. <laughs> so, and, and maybe it could be simply that you are eating lunch with a colleague who is in the same boat as you, who wants to eat healthier. Perfect. Then the two of you can reinforce each other's decision as long as you know that the person that you're with is not going to tempt you to, to go the wrong direction, right? So team up, find somebody or a group of people that can help you achieve your goals and that are going to stick with you through the thick and the thin and support you and encourage you um, as you, as you, um, you know, like we said in the first step, as you fail from time to time. Make sure that there are going to be people that are going to, um, that are going to support you even in those times, right? All right, tip number three here, write it down. We kind of talked about this a little bit earlier about writing down your why and posting in different places, but raise your awareness by keeping a journal about your campaign to stop swearing or start flossing or to eat healthier or to stop smoking or whatever it is. Write it down. Keep a journal. Keep a list. Keep a tally. Whatever it is, write it down, and it's going to help you to look back and see how successful you've been. And you can you can also use this to help you note those triggers that we were talking about in the last section. Note what happens on the days that you stick to your program. Note what happens on the days when you don't um, and you drift back into your old patterns. Even write down some of your emotions. How does that make you feel when you fall off the band? Uh, you know, you fall off the wagon there. What are you? What are you dealing with emotionally? Right. Tip number four: remove temptations. Remove temptations. This one (laughs) means that you first have to recognize what your temptations are, those triggers. What are those things that that are knocking you off, holding you back? Remove those temptations. Eliminate the triggers that distract you from your objectives. Clear the junk food out of your kitchen. Flush the cigarettes. Get rid of them. Whatever it is, Get rid of the temptations. Tip number five here to give you that extra boost, design obstacles. What? Design obstacles? Yeah. Make it difficult to give in to your old tendencies. Leave your credit card at home to prevent impulse shopping sprees. Things like that. Take your lunch to work to ensure that you don't go out and get a greasy hamburger and french fries. Take something healthy. Right, design obstacles, things that you physically have to go around or move or or you know that are going to help you stick to your guns. Number six, and this one's gonna sound weird to a lot of people. Go on vacation. Go on vacation. Leave home for a while. Vacations are an ideal time to forge new habits and just kind of a fresh reset, right? Start new. And when you have a different surrounding, sometimes this gives you simply just the opportunity to reflect on what you need to do. And it gives you that motivation that, you know what? When I get back, this is what I'm going to do. 
but then hold yourself to it, right? And while you're on this vacation, maybe take some time to meditate each morning instead of becoming caught up in searching for lost socks or checking your email or whatever your daily routine would be. Use this as an opportunity to reset. And now as we begin to wrap up this episode, let's just kind of recap what we talked about. Um, this, the different steps that we have for easing into your new routines. Number one, plan ahead. Number two, be consistent. Number three, spot those triggers, identify them. Number four, develop substitutions. Number five, review your reasons. Number six, personalize your goals. Make sure that you are fully invested. And then as far as our advanced tips, remember to practice compassion with yourself. That was number one. Number two, team up with a person or a group of people who are like-minded. Number three, write it down, journal it, keep track of it. Number four, remove those temptations. Number five, create or design obstacles to get in your way to help you stay on track. And number six, get away, go on vacation, start fresh. Now remember, Making positive habits and creating routines make advantageous choices automatic so that you will and can stick with them more easily. And you'll have more energy to devote to other challenges that may come your way. And friends, they will. There will be temptations. Know that. And again, remember that you can change one day at a time. Now that we've made it to the end of this podcast, I have something very, very exciting to share with you. And you on this podcast are the first to hear of this opportunity. I have just launched one-on-one coaching called The Laser-Focused Life. And if you think that you would like to start one-on-one coaching with me as your coach, where again, we're going to focus on those three foundational pillars that we talked about, leadership, productivity, and organization. We can talk about setting habits, setting goals, and things like that. Then definitely, you're going to want to check this out. If you head over to laserfocused.life, you're going to find a sign up form for a free 30 minute discovery coaching call with me. And in that coaching call, we're going to talk about your hopes and your dreams and, and maybe some wins and failures of your past. And, and we're going to really evaluate whether or not a coaching relationship between you and I would be a good fit. So, I would love to see you um, pop up on that um, on that list of people who's interested in figuring out how to make your life laser focused by joining me with coaching at the Laser Focused Life. Again, you can check that out by going to laserfocused.life, and I'll put the link below wherever you're hearing this podcast. If you have any questions, definitely feel free to reach out out to me. There's a contact us information um, page on the benribble.com website. That's B-E-N-R-I-B-B-L-E.com. As always, friends, remember to make today a great day. 